All right, all right. You ready for the Word of God? I'm ready to share, man. I, I got something for you. I got something for you. Jose, what's up, man? Okay, Jose's in the back, y'all. Jose, we go back. We grew up in church together. He's from New Jersey. Him and, uh, and his brother, he has a twin brother that looks just like him. Yeah, yeah, really. And uh, so good to see you, brother. Good to see you. Good to see you. Good to see you. Jose, what's up? Well, listen, um, I, 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 um, I must say that I didn't know that uh, a few years ago I had made a decision. And I didn't know that decision would, Nicole, what's up? How you doing? Family's good. We've been praying for Kimani. He's, going, he's doing good. I talked Casey, good stuff. But I didn't know that the decision that I would make, uh, it, was, it was July 25th. It was in 2009. And, uh, okay, I got married that day, praise God. I didn't know that that, that decision would, 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 would lead me into a new life. And in this new life, it, the, the life would be found in places like Home Depot. It would be found in places like Target. You know, um, it, it wasn't in the skating rings anymore, in the movies and going to hang out. But it was in Bed Bath & Beyond. Any married folk know what I'm talking about? I didn't know that that, would, that, that, that decision was, would, would change my locations and the places that I would like to go. I, I would come to learn that, that that decision had put me in a new role in life. It gave me a new role. Now, now we all have different roles. I have a role. I'm a father now as well, and, and I, I'm a brother to my sister. I'm a son to my, to my parents. I'm a, I'm a leader. I'm a pastor to some, you know, and I have all these different roles in life. And I've come to find out that the most challenging part of my life is trying to fulfill all of these roles. And there are times when, when they would cross over, you know, like there are simple things like love. Love can kind of work in all roles, praise God. <laughs> love works in all, all the, <laughs> amen, say amen to that. <laughs> you don't have to think about that one. But, but as I'm trying to live life, I'm trying to fulfill all of these roles that I have. And I'm, and I, I'm always challenged because Every time I go to the next step or go to another place and we're always trying to look for something else to do and add to our lives, all that pretty much is saying that now there's a new role that we have to fulfill, a new role, a new role. I, I watched movies, um, and, and years ago I was in a play. I was in a play, and, and yeah, I was the main character, you know. It is what it is. It is what it is, you know. I just, you know, it was what it was, you know. But <laughs> that was a long time ago. We love to have fun here, praise God. But I, I remember being in a play, and, and then I remember years later going to plays. I saw Denzel on Broadway, and I saw these things. And, and I just remember, and I've learned that, that in plays you have, and, and in movies you have a, a main role, which is the main character, and you have a supporting role which is usually the second most important person in the movie or in the play. And, and in life, I believe that we're all trying to be the main character in the role that we are playing in this life. 
And the challenge is, is that we're trying to be the main character, but not of just one role, but all of the roles we're trying to play. And there is some pressure that comes with that. There is some pressure that comes with trying to be the main guy. The main guy in a movie has to make sure that his name is a certain level to where people want to come out and see them. They have to make sure that, you know, uh, he has to travel. He has to go to all the meetings and all of the sponsored events and trying to sell this, this movie and this show. And, and, and the supporting cast, sometimes they're there, but they get the luxury of just focusing on their job. They don't have to focus on everything, but they get to focus on the role that they're assigned to. And just imagine if you're trying to, to manage all the roles in life, you're a mom, you're dad, you're, you're, you're single, you're, you're, you're working on your job, you have all these roles, and the challenge is, is that you're trying to manage and be the main character in all of them. And I want to submit to you today that maybe you've chosen the wrong role. Maybe today you can say, you know what, I'm willing to take a step back so that I can focus on the main thing and focus on being the best I can be in the role that I have to fulfill in my life. Somebody say amen to that. This is vitally important. This is vitally important because, because the supporting role, the supporting character, the supporting actor in a, in a movie is, is crucial, is crucial to the flow of the movie. Now, the main character, the main role that, that some people try to pursue in all, these, in all these different areas in our lives, I hope you stay with me. This is going to be good. Stay with me because uh, uh, we're trying to be the focus, and, and God is saying that you don't have to be the focus. I just want you to be the most important. He, he's, saying that, he's saying that maybe if you would allow me to be the main character, and allow me to take on all the focus and all the spotlight, then maybe you can continue to do the most important things in your life. Because I found out that in my marriage, the role in my marriage, that if I was trying to be first, every time I try to be first, I find myself messing everything up. But if I just allow myself to be a supporting actor and a supporting cast member and allow God to lead me in my family, I found that I can just focus on my family and not try to focus on pleasing everybody else. Because when you're the main guy, when you're the main character, you have to be concerned about everything else except for sometimes the, the main thing, which is the show. And God is, is, is imploring us, and, and God has just put this in my heart. This is more of a prophetic message today, that God has put in my heart that if you would just stop focusing on the other things and focus on the main thing, I promise you, you'll start to see some changes in your life. If you would say, I'll give up trying to be the, the star in this movie called Life and allow myself to say, God, I just want to support you. And I just want to put my head down and focus on you and focus on the ones you have put around me in this life. My friends, my family, my spouse, my children, all those who are in this show with me, everybody who's with me. I just want to be able to focus on what I am called to do. See, if you if you think that it's OK, if you think that it's all right, so, you know, that you can just be the main role and try to take on everything on yourself 
you'll quickly find that you will be overwhelmed, not with faith, but with fear. If you say, I can just take it all on by myself, I can do this, I got this, you know, this show called life, you know, as I'm doing this and I'm trying to perform and all this stuff I'm putting on, you know, if I, I, I can be the main guy, don't worry about it, I got it. I can manage the stage and I can manage the world. And God is saying that I'm the one who is built to manage both the stage and the world. That I'm the one that had my foot in heaven and on earth. That I know how to do both. And, he's, and, and God is imploring us today that some of you are trying to be God. You're trying to, you're trying to have your feet in both. And God is saying, no, I need you to just choose, choose one. And that one road that I need you to choose is very narrow. And most people don't choose it. But I guarantee you that if you can just focus on being a support to what God is doing in your life and say, God, I'm not trying to be the main character anymore. God, I want to do what you want me to do. I want to flow with you. That I want to flow with, with you. I want to flow. I've, I've, learned, I've learned, you know, in, in, in watching great, great shows and, and great movies that, that there's something about this chemistry between the main and the supporting actors. There's this, this chemistry that, that we don't have to, that it's kind of hard to, it's kind of hard to say what exactly it is, but you know, chemistry is this crazy thing. You, chemistry is hard to get, but you know when it's there, right? When you have chemistry with somebody, come on, when you have chemistry in a relationship, it can, it can even be with to, uh, another brother, you know, not, not new, come on. You know, I'm talking about as, as brothers and friends, you know, there can be some chemistry there that, hey, we kind of like the same thing. And then most importantly, there should be chemistry in marriage and, and boyfriend, girlfriend, you know, that type of deal. That, that chemistry is one of those things, and I learned this in marriage, that you just know when it's there. It's, it's somewhat hard to get it, but you just, I, I, you, there, it's right there. We, we got chemistry. I, I don't know exactly what that moment was, but it was something you said, and you, you didn't quite try to say it, but it came from your heart. You know, it just, it just seeped out of you, and you did that, and it was like, man, that, that's the chemistry we need. And God is saying that that's what, we, that's what he desires to have with you, just desires to have this, this chemistry, this relationship with you, so that when people are watching, when people are watching you on the stage of life, because people are watching, that when people are watching you, they don't see you out there trying to do your own show, but there's some chemistry with you and someone else. And that someone else, I believe, should be your father in heaven. That as people look at you, they see some chemistry there. That, that, that you're not the lead role, but, but I feel like you are. A good supporting actor at the, at the Oscars, they always give an award to the best supporting actor. And sometimes a supporting actor can feel like the main character. They can feel like they're the ones that have, you know, because sometimes a supporting character can, can, can shine just like the most important character. And God is saying, listen, I want this chemistry with you. I want this chemistry with you that when people are watching us and you're trying to play all these roles in life, you're a dad, you're a mom, you're trying to do this, you're trying to juggle your job, you're trying to juggle all these roles. God is saying, just focus on the role I called you to and have chemistry with me. 
And as long as we're flowing, everything else will ride on with us. That if we can flow, if God can take the lead and we can support him and we can flow together, I guarantee you all the other roles, everything else will come together. Because who's ever leading is the one who can, who can change the tone of a, of a misline. Who's ever leading is the one that can change the direction when things aren't going right. It's the one who is leading that can change the very direction when sometimes you felt like, like you were going the wrong way. It is the leader who comes in and tells you and gets you back in line as you juggle these, these roles that, that you're in. Because, see, God, is, God is, trying to, is trying to create this, this extreme level of faith in you. That he's trying to get you to believe for the impossible. Think about that. That God's job is to, is to get you in faith because that's how he operates. He operates in faith, seed time and harvest. He operates in, in hope and in trust and believing. And, and our flesh operates in optimism, right? You know, I'm sorry. You know, we're, we're very not optimistic. You know, we're very pessimistic. You know, we're very negative and fearful and doubtful, and I don't know and if this will work. And, and what happens is, is that in life, all of the opposition that we face in life, it erodes our optimism. It erodes it. All the opposition that we face, all the things, every time we try to be the main role and, and the main character in this play called life, every time we try to take the main lead instead of supporting what God is doing, every time we take the main lead, we find ourselves in this, in this fight. And we have great opposition when we're trying to lead our own lives. When we're trying to lead our own lives, that's when we suffer the most opposition. Hear me, hear me. Whenever I try to take control of my life, that's when I face the greatest opposition because I'm, I'm taking a role that I'm not supposed to have. He says, Jesus, the Lord says through Paul, he says, cast your cares over to the Lord for he cares for you. Roll the care over. This is why we pray. This is why we fast, so that as I'm rolling the care over on him, I can hear his voice on what to do. Because some may say, well, that's weird. What do you mean, cash your cares over? So don't, don't pay your bills, Pastor? Is that what you're saying? You know, I don't have to go to work tomorrow? Absolutely not. He gives us wisdom. He gives us everything that pertains to life and godliness, First Peter, that he tells us how to live in this life. He tells us what to do, and every time we step out of our, 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 our God-designed role and try to take God's role and try to be the main lead, we're going to suffer and encounter great opposition. There's a story in the Bible I just want to run by you real quick of a people who had faced some, some opposition, but they, they, they decided to let go of the role of leading and they decided to take the role of supporting what God was doing. And the, and the story is found, it's during the time of, of King Solomon's reign, fourth year of King Solomon's reign, that a temple was built in Judah, the temple of God. David, his son Solomon, built a great temple, Chronicles and stuff, built this great temple. And the Bible says that they built this temple. 
and they would worship God in this temple. But then over time, they would they started bringing idols into the temple. They started bringing idols into the temple. And the Bible says that God did not like that. He did not like that. So he allowed he allowed uh, King Nebuchadnezzar around 587 B.C. He uh, allowed King Nebuchadnezzar to come and 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 take captive those who were in Judah in Jerusalem. Judah, Jerusalem, same place. He, he allowed King Nebuchadnezzar to come from Babylon. The Babylonians came in and took control and took the people of God captive in Babylon. Now, there were some famous people there. I always like to share some famous. Daniel, right? Daniel, David, these people that were there held captive, held captive. And, and so they're, they're captive now in Babylon. And they, the Bible says that they were captive for about 50 to 70 years. They were held captive. Could you imagine? That's equivalent. I, I'm almost don't even want to say it, but just want to get you guys to see this. That's equivalent to like some other nations getting some super nuclear stuff, you know, and 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 all of our allies, you know, they threaten everybody and they say, listen, um, we got you all surrounded. So you need to come and surrender to our country. And we all literally go to another to another part of this world. And being held captive. Could you imagine? Some of you are just getting anxiety already. Don't even worry. It's not going to happen. In Jesus' name. Lord, please don't let it happen. No. <laughs> so they're held captive for about 50 years, the Bible says. And so after about 50 years, uh, uh, the king allows them to go back and start to rebuild in Jerusalem, in Judah, uh, the southern kingdom of Israel called Judah. And in Judah is a city called Jerusalem. So when I talk about the Judah, Jerusalem, same place. And so they, the king allows them to go back, uh, Nehemiah, they, they allow them to go back and start to build. The Bible says that they were starting to build and they suffered some opposition from the Samaritans. Watch this, guys. As they were building, they were supporting the vision of God. We're going to go back. It's time to rebuild the temple of God because the days were awesome. Solomon's temple, man, we would go to the temple and worship the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and it was beautiful. We saw the works of God, and yeah, some people let some idols in, and we found ourselves captive, but now God has allowed us to go back, and he is leading us. They go back, but now they suffer some opposition from the Samaritans, and the Bible says that because they suffer some opposition, they decided to stop building. And the Bible says that not only that, they decided to stop building, and, and the Bible says that then they started to, they stopped building God's house, and they started building what? Their houses. So here we find ourselves in Haggai, chapter number, chapter number one, starting at verse number two. And this is Haggai, the prophet. He comes to these people who have now been sitting dormant for 14 years sitting dormant because of opposition. And, and he says in, in verse number one, the second year of King Darius in the sixth month, the first day of the month, the word of the Lord came to Haggai, the prophet Zerubbabel, the son of she Shilatil, praise God, the governor of Judah, and Joshua, the son of uh, Jedekiah. I'm sorry, what was that? Ho Jehozadak, Jehozadak. And the high priest saying, verse number two, thus speaks the Lord of hosts saying, this people says the Lord says, I'm sorry, this people the Lord is saying, this is what the people are saying. The time has not come 
the time that the Lord's house shall be built. Here's, here's, what, here's what's going on. The word of the Lord comes to them, and he says that, that God told him, the prophet is saying, God told me that you guys are saying that it's no longer time to build the house of the Lord. That it's no longer, you know what, let's just stop doing that because maybe God doesn't want us to do it right now. I don't even know where it's coming from. But all, they, all I do know is that they suffered some opposition, and now they've decided to change their role. When they left captivity, they were supporting God's vision. But once they got a little opposition, they decided to go from supporting what God was doing to being the main character of what they knew how to do. And they said, we're no longer going to build God's house, but we're going to build our own houses. The Bible says that they decided to change their focus. In verse number three, then the word of the Lord came to, to, to Haggai the prophet and saying, it is time for you yourselves. Is it time for you yourselves to dwell in paneled houses and this temple lie in ruin? He asked them a question. He says, guys, are you willing to just, to just say that it's time to be all about your house instead of God's house? He says, are you settling are you settling for a new role in life that you rather be in control of everything when you're actually losing everything as you're trying to be in control of everything? Because as you try to be in control, that only just brings more fear and anxiety. Why? Because as you're trying to be in control, you're actually afraid of losing control, right? As I'm trying to get in control, the reason why I'm trying to get in control is because I'm afraid of losing control. And if I'm afraid of losing control, then I'll never really be in control. And he says, are you trying now to change your role and responsibility? Because there was one point where you were supporting what I was doing. And you were building my house. Because you knew that once you built my house, I was going to take care of your house. But now you've built your own house and you left me aside. I want to know. I want to know if maybe there's some people in here that is willing to raise their hearts, but now their hands to say, you know what, Pastor, sometimes I find myself doing that. There are some times in this, this thing called life and people are watching me that I'll switch roles right in the middle. That there are times that I'm supporting God's vision and doing, and this chemistry is with God. But now I find that, that, that there, there may not be chemistry because he didn't do what I wanted him to do. And now I've decided to take the lead. And now I'm trying to manage the stage in society. And now I'm trying to manage everybody up here and everybody out there. And I'm trying to, I know God is saying this, but what is everybody else thinking, you know? <laughs> I can't tell everybody I'm faith and believing for healing when I don't think it's going to actually happen because, you know, God, I got I to gotta have an interview with the media tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? And they're going to ask me, not the media, but some of you at your jobs, your friends, your family, well, what did you do about that? Or didn't you pray about that? And what about God? Did he do this? You see, that's why I don't do all that. And God is saying, that's not your job and responsibility. He says, I need you to get back in supporting what I have freed you to do. He freed the people from captivity to come back and build the house of God. Because the house of God would be the very epicenter of what will change the city that was around them. Not just change the city, but it would change the region. Not just change the region, the region but it would change the nation. Go into all the world, from Jerusalem to Judea, to all the uttermost parts of the world. He says, I freed you. 
so that you can support and that, that we can have this chemistry so that when people are watching you in life, they say there's something there. There's something there. There's some chemistry there that they're working with someone else. It's not just they're on this job doing what everybody else is doing, but there's something different about their lives. The Bible says, the Bible then says in verse number six, in verse number six, thank you, perfect timing. Verse number five, he says, now therefore, now mind you, he just asked him, he says, so y'all going, y'all going to build your house and forget about the, the God's house. Now you started off good. You started building. But a little opposition came. It took away your optimism. You're not hoping. You're not believing in, in anymore. So now you're building your own houses. But then he says this, and I love this. He says, now, therefore, the Lord of hosts says this, consider your ways. Consider your ways. Somebody say, consider your ways. This is what the Lord gave me to share with you. This is, I want you to know this message is prophetic. It's not just a regular message. This is prophetic to you. He says, consider your ways. You have sown much in verse number six. You have sown much, but you bring in little. He says that you eat, but you do not have enough. You drink, but you're not filled. You clothe, you clothe yourselves, but you're not warm. And he who earns wages, earns wages to put it into a bag with holes in it. He says that if you're, if you're trying to switch roles and, and you don't want to support, but you want to be the main. He says, you find yourself being frustrated in life because you're going to be putting, going to be gathering stuff and you're going to be putting it in your pocket and, and you don't even know that you got a hole in your pocket. <laughs> even, nothing, nothing worse. Could you imagine nothing worse then I don't know which, which one is worse, me getting a million dollars or me losing a million dollars. Some would say I don't even want it in the first place if I'm going to lose it, you know what I'm saying? I, I would rather not have ever than to have and then have to go back, you know? And, and could you imagine that, that maybe some of your frustration is built out of the fact that you're gathering the harvest, you got holes in your bags, that... That as you're, you're living, you're, you're, it's like it's seeping out, you know? It's like you receive God's word, but the enemy comes and takes it right out, man. It's, it's like, man, I have faith on Tuesday, and here it is Wednesday, and I'm just like all jacked up. Because the enemy always wants to defeat your optimism. Your opposition comes to take away that optimism. And he's saying that I need you to consider your ways again. Consider, are you, have you given up the support to be the main? Or are you willing to say, God, I'm going to support, I'm going to do what you say, because God, you're the one that can tell me when I got holes in my pockets. Because you're the one, God, who can tell me, because nobody can see my pockets, but you're the one who knows when I got a hole in a, in a blind spot in an area of my life that, that other people see, but... The reason why you won't say nothing is because you don't want me to say nothing to you about yours. So, you know, that, come on, that's how we all do, right? You see something, it's like, I ain't going to get in that because I don't want you to get in my play. <laughs> you know, you live your life, I live mine. Hey, it's all good. And, and God is the one that'll be the one that says, you got a hole in your pocket, sir, ma'am. That's why you're so frustrated. 
That's what he's so frustrated. The Bible says in verse number seven, thus said the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. Go up to the mountains and bring wood and build the temple of God that I may take pleasure in it and be glorified in it, says the Lord. He says, I, I just want you to get back into your role. Get back into the role of supporting what I'm trying to do in your life. Because everyone's watching. And I think it's too much for you to have one foot on the stage trying to perform and one foot out there trying to please everybody else. He says, if you can just have this chemistry with me, I guarantee you that people are going to see me in you. Because this life is, is, is always played on the stage and everyone's watching. And so the question is, who gets the glory? Because if, if you want the glory, then I know what you're going to do. But if you're willing to give that glory to the one who deserves it, you'll not just get glory this way, but you'll get glory from, from him. That he's the one that glorifies those whom he called, he justified, he glorified, he saved. And, and so God is saying this, God is saying this, that he would, he would love for you, instead of being a life preserver, he wants you to be a kingdom producer. That instead of you trying to, to have all these roles and, and trying to do everything on your own, why don't you focus on producing what it looks like to serve and support what God is doing? Could you imagine the glory that will be revealed? Because the Bible says something in Romans, that the earth is groaning and travailing. It's waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. It's, it's waiting for a glory, a weighty glory to be revealed on this earth. Because LeBron James' glory ain't enough. Denzel's glory, not, not nothing. People we see every day getting all the glory from the world, killing themselves. Fear, anxiety, depression. Because the world's glory, it doesn't weigh anything. It doesn't have any existence. It's fleeting. It's here today and it's gone tomorrow. God is desiring for you devotion. 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 Devotion over just action. Some of you say, Pastor, I'm doing all this. I'm doing all that. What, what's going on? I don't see the fruit. I, I, I'm doing this and doing that. And God is saying it's not just the action. It's the devotion. It's the devotion to the one whom you say you are doing this life with. Can I pray for you real quick before we go? Can you bow your heads right now if you can? Father, we thank you right now, Lord. We thank you, Father, for, for you have freed us, Lord God, from, from, from these, these roles that we have tried to, to lead in life and try to balance everything. Father, we thank you, God, that you say, listen, if I can just, if we can just set our affections on you, if we can just get more concerned about building your kingdom and your, your temple, your house, 
not just the physical house, the church that's located right here, but just your kingdom globally, God. That you have given us freedom, that you have brought us out of captivity, Lord God, so that we can be free to serve you and to support you. To give up the main role, God, we don't, we don't have to be the main. We want to support what you're doing so that people can see the chemistry that we have. So that people can, can look at our lives and say, man, he's got to be talking to somebody else. It's, there's got to be something else going on in his life. I mean, how could he have joy in the midst of the, of the downturn of the market? How could, you, how could you find joy and peace when they're passing out pink slips on the job? And, and, and God knows if you lose your job and, and, and that's the, you're the main breadwinner and, and how is it going to happen? How is it going to work out? God, we thank you that we can roll our cares over to you, Father. You said if we seek first your kingdom and your righteousness, that you will add to our lives all that we need. And Father, we will not let the opposition destroy and take away our, our optimism. That we won't let the things that, that have given us the greatest challenges in life, we will not allow it to erode our faith and to make us say, you know what, God? I'm good with building and doing all you want us to do. I'm going to go build my own house. For if we build our own houses, God, we learn and know that that's, we still got holes in our pockets. And we may look good to everybody else. We may be pulling it together, but there's holes in our hearts. There's holes in our emotions. There's holes in our, in our hearts to where we can't even sleep at night. No peace. Holes. Holes in our hearts, holes in our minds. So, Father, today we consider our ways. We consider our ways as a church. That we will not get caught up, Lord God, in doing and forget about who we're becoming. That, that we will be kingdom producers, Lord God. That we will not try to make points, but we will make a difference. That we're not trying to make a point and trying to be right. We're trying to be in relationship with you and who you are, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Somebody say amen. Amen.